What's the word? Nothing much, man. Just been chilling. What about you? Not a whole lot, man. Been crazy. Yeah, been real crazy. Um, we got Houston closing back down for the coronavirus. Like I really thought. Where Houston closing back down? What we doing. Huh? Houston already closed back down. Yeah, they closed back down today. Mm. I didn't even know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's wild. That's wild. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, I really thought it was going to be uh, put your hand sanitizer on face mask. You know, like, we really can't take another hit of the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, nah, they're saying it's supposed to peak back in the, like, it's supposed to pick back up in the fall. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Like, I just don't know. It's back to the unexpected. I never really feel like really being fearful behind it. It's just, it impacts us. You know what I'm saying? It's wild. It impacts us for sure. I'm going to need them to go ahead and uh, free Houston that way. Tobe can go on concert again, and I can just go to Houston. <laughs> Houston is shut down. <laughs> My, Houston is shut down. Yeah. But nah, man. So go ahead and bring us in, man. What, what podcast is this? This is technically podcast number nine. Let's see. The name of it. Tell the people what the name of it is. I ain't got no name for it yet. I'm, I'm playing with the thought of it being, hey, listen, <laughs> listen. DJ Craig, no, hold on. This is the More Than Podcast with your host, Cornell Gorman. And what's your name? It's DJ, a.k.a. Yeah, Chef so Boy Basiat. Talk about we ain't got a name. We got a name. Nah, I'm playing with I'm playing with the thought of doing the name molded, but it's just how I feel. I meant the name of the podcast though, not the episode. Oh yeah, the more my bad, my bad. I'm tweaking. <laughs> yeah, but you said molded. We kind of yeah, going that, molded, that direction. Yeah. Just basically the evolution of self during this time. Like, what direction are you going to be pushed into after? Rather be being affected by the coronavirus, um, social, political, and racial injustice. Many, many of things right now are going on. So, basically, how are you going to come out of this? How are you going to be molded? Yeah, I dig it. Um, so, we, so where you at, man? Like, how you feel like you evolved with all? Go ahead and speak on that. Um. I don't know, man. It's been it's been interesting. I'm back at work, so that was interesting to juggle during this time. After um, being off for so long, I had to get back acclimated to that and sitting there looking at that, being like, man, do I even really want to still be working and looking at and thinking about what it will take and what it's going to take to not have to actually go to a laboring job anymore so that's really what i've been on is just focusing on my how like the the coronavirus showed yeah. me like i really don't want to be like it put emphasis like it put emphasis on getting out of working a regular job so that's really what i'm focusing on is pushing towards getting something started and finished yeah like a whole, like yeah, a whole career? like a whole career, rather than being my own business, and yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I've well, been on that though. Yeah, you know but yeah, I, I like I could say I've been on like thinking that way, but it's been like 
I've been dragging my feet. Now it's like, I like it's a need. This just showed me like not to be dependent on something mm-hmm. that you can't control. Right. Exactly. And like if even if something like this hit and happened, how are you gonna get prepared, be prepared for it? Like I I didn't see nothing like this coming. Like who knew there was gonna be anything that could shut down the entire world? You know what I'm saying? If not like if nothing else, the entire mm-hmm. United States. You know what I'm saying? The whole US is shut down. Like I don't that's wild. Um uh, and it's just so many it's just so many different type of ways this story can end. Like I feel like Doctor Strange, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See like a million and one different outcomes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I was talking to my wife, like I feel like some of it, like we about to go into like extreme quarantine. We're gonna be walking around with like these little personal bubbles wrapped ourselves up, you know what I'm saying, from the quarantine virus. But part of um your immune system growing strong is being exposed to some of these contaminants and your body uh, adjusting to them. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like one one uh, theory is we're going to get so quarantined, we're going to come back out. And then like the smallest thing is going to trigger some sort of reaction. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff that we was acclimated to is going to destroy your mm-hmm. skin. You know what I mean? Like our immune system is going to become a lot weaker behind all of it, man. Um, that, that's, that's just one. You know what I'm saying? But like it's literally like just a, a bunch of different type of stuff that can happen. But I definitely financially... Like I be, like, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, we being one wanted to get the own business started. Like I actually was walk walking in it. It wasn't a good time to start a business. Like I literally started the end of the March. You know, what I'm saying the the beginning of the April. Mm-hmm. April you know, what I'm saying it's like March 28th. Like that was not. That's when this whole city shut down. That just wasn't a good time. You know what I mean? But I do want to at least, you know, I, I want to start. You know what I mean? 2020 has been great for me in regards of. Uh, man, I started a business. I started a podcast. Started a nonprofit organization. You know what I'm saying? I've been pushing hard in, in uh, my brand awareness and everything like that. So, um, I think it has progressed me in in that sense. You know what I'm saying? You hear ET talk all the time about 120. Like I feel like I'm creeping towards that 120. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm 95, 100. percent Like I'm I'm trying to crank it over to 120. But in doing a coronavirus, you might have to be 150. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and it's but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Embracing that. Like, I don't I don't like I, I don't like out external factors dictating what happens to me. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's it's you know, coronavirus is one of those things that's gonna happen to you regardless if you like it or not. But I really don't don't like, you know, the boss coming in and telling me when I can and can't work, you know, and if they don't like me, they take hours away from me and give me hours based off of if I'm a good boy or not. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? And, I feel like that's uh, the I feel like that's the thing ahead. that's gonna be like that's tricky like to get back to work on. Like that's really the only thing I've been looking looking at seeing legit at work is like I feel like I've been on edge as far as like the racial tension after like what's been going on. Basically just seeing like Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like the stru- structure and the trickle down of like the work like magnetics especially being like in warehouse work it's just like your supervisor's job is literally to watch you all day and for that like it's just weird if that <laughs> makes sense like right. I can elaborate on that more but it's just weird right now no I I know what you mean like maybe, yeah elaborate on it but like I know what you mean 
You know, like that's part of the reason why. I, oh, geez, that's part of the reason why. Because, <laughs> like, I legit, like, right now in my in my head in my job, I'm just like, all right, I'm just here just to get a paycheck. All right, I'm just focusing on popping this podcast and being a creative. But then in the midst of doing that, I'll be just sitting there thinking, like, all right, I'm doing my job, but like. I don't understand why how they keep watching me. It's just like they be watching me like, all right, is he being a good boy? Is he is he is he on task? And I'm just like Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Now they keep it just keep it a buck, you know what I'm saying? That stuff don't go away because like even now me starting my own business, like when I when somebody hired me to come do a video or do a voiceover for me, like they still own me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they still like, are you getting that done? How long is it going to be? I don't like that. Like, you know, like still a boss. But the difference is I can mm-hmm. fire them. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't going to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this this ain't going to work. Uh, God bless you. Go get somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And I go get somebody else. So that that's the difference, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I come and go when I please. I start, stop when I please, and I can fire them. Um, but, but even a job, though. You know what I'm saying? I look at, I look at, a nine to five as a client, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to get you as many clients as you can, get you as many jobs as you possibly can. It really ain't no difference. It really ain't no difference. You know what I'm saying? It's just I I can charge what I want to for my service. There's people out here that can do what I'm doing a, a thousand times better. You know what I'm saying? Then then I do it, but they get gonna get a fraction of what I do simply because of their mindset on on the entire ordeal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they can go out and film some stuff and they'll get paid, you know, they'll get paid $30 an hour, $40, $50 an hour, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And I go do the exact same thing on my cell phone and boom, I make three, four, five times that, you know what I'm saying? Simply because I chose to, to get out and go grind it out myself, man. So um, walk in that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's been scary. It's been dangerous. So I don't want to be like, Hey DJ, man, quit your job, bro. Just go. Go make it happen. You know what I'm saying? You really got to hear, want to hear from God. Make sure God talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, and it's it's just the perfect time for you to go ahead and do that. And then when you do that, it's on you. Yeah. It's on Bro, you. Like I had made it back to work and like on like the fourth day, I was just sitting there like, I got to figure out how to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that's how it started for me. I used to work at a warehouse, man. Um, like 21 22 years old uh maybe a little bit older than that 23 24 and i was working in a warehouse and i was just stacking cups and then uh, the boss come in like if you were more than one minute late then you got a point you know what i'm saying slap on your wrist uh and you sat at that machine you had a 10 minute break you better get back off that break and they just watching you and the cup went right yeah it geez it it just it was just horrible and i'm like man i I can't do this for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I, I went up and I went to school, got my personal training um, degree. You know what I'm saying? And went off and did that. And Lord knows I'm glad that I did. One of the best decisions that I made. But yeah, I, I think that's a good thing though. You know what I'm saying? It start right there. Like, I think you got to get tired of losing. You know what I'm saying? You, you, that's part of, that's part of the progression. Like, like even with like Christ, he wants broken people. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to get to a point like I can't, <laughs> I can't do this though. Like I'm, like this is, this is the bottom. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm over it. I want to go do something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, um, 
even off of that, uh, another another thing that I've been just just sitting back and analyzing. Um, me and my wife laugh about it because she thinks that I'm just biased about this artist, even though this is one of my favorite artists. So J Cole, <clears throat> excuse me. Hey, that's my so job. Listen, J Cole and um, another one of my favorite artists. We like a lot of the same stuff, bro. That's dope. And, he said, what? So J. Cole and No Name got into it recently, right? She uh, is a, she, yeah, she's a rap rap artist. She's from Chicago. So anyways, she, had, uh, I think she had subtweeted. It was like a subtweet and she, she had retweeted it or whatever not. And it was like, somebody had made a st- status about like their favorite artists and she had got on there and was like, yeah, all these artists that y'all like back in make uh huger than what they should be like what are they saying in this matter they're silent so then j cole j mm-hmm. cole seen it and rather than rather than calling or let alone uh not even making it a big ordeal during this time he was like uh <clears throat> he made a whole song about her like a half a month later yeah so yeah. I'm, in my mind i'm like nah I feel like he was wrong for it because I'm like, for one, like, what? yeah, I feel like he was wrong because for one, if if you listen to the song, uh, for for one, he gave who was the little dude, horrible little dude. I want to say his name is Little Pump. He called Little Pump like and Little Pump dissed him in an interview and in the song. He called Little Pump, but then when it comes to this black woman, you want to call her out in a song. Mm. So it's just like okay. interesting. Like you pick and choose who to respond to, but yet in this time, like, and you you know for a fact he didn't call him. Yeah, like Twitter, 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 and internet has no losses. And what was what was so funny (laughs) is like before anything had like truly picked up, picked up. um, Chance had tweeted and was like, "Hey, I mess with you, but uh." You can't be out here dissing my homie like that, talking about no name. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, and right that time I was just like, I don't even know what they talking about. So I listened to the song again, and I was just like, oh okay, because no name tweeted at her, at, at him, and then he he basically told her to watch his watch it her tone because of how she was saying like, you rap about the black person's plight, but yet you you're not using your voice to uplift the black people during this time. And then, of course, like, of course, like, people be like, oh, who cares about listening or having a a celebrity talk out for them, right? And I'm like, all right, I I agree with that, but this is his peer calling him out right now. Like, this is a peer calling him out. So it's different from a regular person being like, oh, why can't you speak for us? This is your peer. And then I feel like he copped out because he was like, oh, people are, uh, people are so quick to think that I'm smart because I have a degree. But in this instance, I really don't know what's going on. And I'm like, how are you copping out? And all you do is rap, rap about black struggle and- Yeah, he's so conscious. He's one of the most conscious rappers. Yeah. You know, so you got Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Drake. <laughs> you know, like just aware of what's going on and able to articulate feelings. You know, just say how you feel. But he dropped something though. You know what I mean? And I feel like like that's what you're talking about. So I gotta go check out the song where he's talking about it's no-names. the um snow on the bluffs. That's the song. That's her, literally all about her. Yeah. yeah for real? 
Yeah, so I got to go back. So I didn't feel like he was, because, like, I feel like he's been transparent. Like, maybe he's, like, maybe I feel bad for not saying enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, got a guilty conscience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm wrong. That ain't what he was on? I when he, when he stated that he did not know what was going on in the struggles of the black person, I was real, like, lost. I was like, how are you copping out? And basically, <laughs> like, it was, I don't know. It was like he gave a backhanded, like, oh, you know more than me. Da, 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 da. Well, how about you teach me about what I don't know and what I need to do? And I'm just like, what? <laughs> but I don't, you, that's wrong, though. Like, people, one thing that I, I, I can't stand is a know it all. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, like, even if they don't know, like, they acting like they know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he, him saying, I don't know. Holla at me. Guy put me on. Like, I, I guess when I, I really had to get context, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, like, that could, in one sense, like, that could be a, a sense of humility. But I like J. Cole. So I, I could be, I could be just trying to protect him, you know what I'm saying? Because I was going to, I was going to say, like, he's an artist, you know what I'm saying? So, like, use your words. Like, when, when you, you get in your feelings and, and something's going on with you, go ahead and drop that song, homie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but if if he calling one person on some funk stuff, you know what I'm saying, he feel like the person, you know what I'm saying, was wrong that he called in and then make a song about the other person. I don't I don't know. Like that that can still be subjective, you know, because a song, like if I call you, <clears throat> then it's really on some some funk type stuff. Like I'm talking to you man to man. I'm talking to you person to person. You know what I'm saying? On a diss track on the song, like it could be really, really funky, but that's part of the game. Like diss rapping, diss tracks, it's just part of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's part of the art. You know what I'm saying? Like so much so, like battle rap has exploded on the scene. And like that's just how people do stuff. So like it could be just like okay, like I'll address you, but I'm we not, I'm not funky with you for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So like that's part of this is just all surface level, like an, an immediate uh responses that I have, like from you saying all this stuff. Like I didn't I didn't see none of the tweets or anything like that. When I initially listened to the song, I thought it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I heard him I heard him address it. You know what I'm saying? And not only did I hear him address it, the line that sticks out to me is is him saying like Maybe I like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I feel bad. Maybe I responded this way because I deep down inside I know I'm not doing enough. Like that line really stuck out to me. Like that's why I like you, Cole. Like because of his vulnerability. But I don't know, man. If you see a difference, like you say, what a boy copping out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you you like the song? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I don't think it's his best work, but the song is. Cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I haven't liked the J Cole song in in quiet or while outside of Kevin's heart. Yeah, but uh, no, nah. it's just I don't yeah, I don't cool. understand how he cop, copped out and gonna gonna say he didn't know about nothing. Right. And I think that's my biggest gripe is he he tried to cop out. Like I I can see if he was just like, all right, she you call me the cop out, yeah, to say you don't know what's going <laughs> on and you rap about pro black and and stereotypical things to shed light on it in the right. in the community. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like all this time, 
He even has a song. You under, you've understood black struggle all this time. Now you don't get it. Yeah, he even has <laughs> he even has a song talking about racial stereotypes and neighbors think I'm selling dope. Like your white neighbors called the police on you, used their privilege, and the police kicked in your house. So you, for one, you know how how it is for the police not to even really care about what's going on. They just hear a black man breaking the law. Right. Right. So like that's all we talking about right now. <clears throat> that's my biggest gripe. Yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. Um I don't know, man. Yeah. It I I had to I had to give more context to the entire situation because like some people will keep their mouth closed because of a, a money move. You know what I'm saying? Like I know it's a lot of people that got like they bosses is in a lot of their co-workers and a lot of the their clients is on their Facebook page. So trying to get them to see racism right now and they ain't going to be able to find it. You know what I'm saying? Black people. Uh, so like if J. Cole is on something like that, like just trying to appease to a fan base or appease to a record label or uh, so just any type of particular group of people just like I'm, I don't see racial inj- injustice <clears throat> because you know it's it's going to affect my bottom dollar the bottom line you're wrong for that you know what i'm saying um i don't even but it, it, it but it is it is kind of hard to believe you don't get it like all your rapping styles being like you understood it like just, just do another song you know what i'm saying like i don't know where he's at with it and but i honestly feel like rappers should speak to be honest with you just to be flat out just keep it a buck keep it a hundred Sherry spoke to it a little bit when we did the podcast on the what's the name. Like rappers are kind of leading the way right now. You know what I'm saying? You see the killer mics and the TIs uh, leading the charge right now. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So it's not, it's no longer the Al Sharptons, even though they still out there, the Jesse Jacksons, went Martin Luther Kings and Malcolm X's. We got TI and Killer Mike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So J. Cole would definitely fit in. You know what I'm saying? Like you have the influence, you have the power, you have the ability. Like people who just has the ability to say something and then the masses move behind what you say do. You know what I'm saying? Rappers have that ability right now. And I feel like they should they should use it. I feel I really feel like they should. You know what I'm saying? So um nah, it ain't it ain't so if he, he feel bad like he should. Like we we need you to step up. We like you have a lot of white fans that don't understand it. We need you to get it. Uh and, and educate them and teach them. You know what I'm saying? So um I just, I just feel like he was tone deaf in, in the climber. Like, I feel like his <laughs> white side showed in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. He could be scared about something. He could be. Um, but no. Or you, you, you brought up you brought up the live stream, man. Um, that was a good time. Uh, I know we should. You cut out? Yo, yo. You can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got a call. My bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to cut us out like that. But yeah, man. Um, we was... We was uh, yeah, I went airplane mode on it. But uh, you said we about the podcast. You were talking about the uh, the live stream. We had Justin. Yeah. Uh, what is your take on that after being what two weeks removed from that? 
like as far as the show in general or like has my feelings uh, changed at all? Have you stepped back and like analyzed that situation or like um learned anything different, change your heart? No, no change. Like so I think my perspective has shifted a little bit. <clears throat> Uh, since that episode, like when during that episode, like I was upset, I was angry, and I feel like I expressed those feelings during the, the entire thing. Um, and like even before the whole George Floyd thing, like I had spent a lot of time educating white America on racial racial injustice in America. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been a personal trainer a long time, so even starting with the Trayvon Martin incident all the way up until now, I've had to excuse me. <coughs> I've had the responsibility to educate myself and then tell people uh, about my findings, tell people about personal experiences. So I've just been tired, man, of just educating people and, and just in the George way, like I was angry. So right now, <clears throat> since that podcast, like I'm, I'm done trying to educate, like I'm done trying to convince anybody. I feel like at this point, if you don't get it, you if you want to be right, like we know there's racist people, you know what I'm saying? And for a while, it was trying to separate the racist from the confused or not understanding. So, like, I feel like we separated them. So, the only thing we up and down against now is racist. So, now is my, my stance is I'm not gonna be no victim, I'm gonna just de- I'm gonna destroy it, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna destroy racism and anybody that stands up against me in in the name of racism, not necessarily saying I'm racist, but not liking me, not thinking they better than me uh, because they're of a different race or thinking they're smarter or immensely tougher than me because they're a different race. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm going to outwork them. I'm going to outgrind them. I'm going I'm to I'm show them. You know what I'm saying? So right now for me, it's beast mode. It's, it's, it's go, be, go, get it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, That I think that's the difference. Like I'm not mad no more. I'm more in grind mode. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm about to I'm about to crush racism. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. What about you? Um, since then, I don't know. I feel before then I was real tight about the subject, man. I was angry. Uh, now I wouldn't say I'm less angry. I'm more so just really waiting to see what happens from from here. Uh, I would say I'm relieved a little bit and not as uptight and wound up about what's going on in the world, even though, even though um, nothing's really changed yet. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm more optimistic than what I was at first. It was just like, Oh, nothing's going to change. I would, that's what I would say. I'm I'm yep. slightly more optimistic. <clears throat> Think that really, really something could happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I thought about like, what do I really want from this? You know what I'm saying? Like, they was talking about reparation checks, three hundred thousand dollars. Like, I don't, what's the likelihood of something like that happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, nah, people, I don't people's know. been posting. You know it was like, oh man, since they doing these stimulus checks, does this prove to y'all yet that uh, they could have gave us our reparations? And I just chuckle about it. They got their money yeah, from somewhere. I just chuckle yeah. about it because I'm like, if they're really going to give us reparations, that would have been happening. But I feel like America's in a spot where they don't want to, 
they don't want to face and or admit that like that um that's their history that's their past they don't want to look that in the face exactly but i feel like a lot of america has you know what i'm saying and like the part of america that hasn't they just they racist you know like or just they 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 on that side you know what i'm saying like they over there which is cool um it's like reparations I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But what I, what I, what I would want to see though, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would like for my daughter to be able to go to college mm-hmm. for free. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if black owned, if black people start a business um, and you prove that your nationality is that of African descent, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Um, then you get labor for free for life. You know what I'm saying? Like the next 400 years, if you start a black owned business, the government pays for your employees. You know what I'm saying? So like that, that, that don't come out of your overhead. You know what I'm saying? Um, police brutality. Um, if, if it comes to find out that you unnecessarily use, if you use unnecessary force in a matter, automatic, what, what they, um, what did they call them for black people? Mandatory minimums, you know what I'm saying? Like same thing for these police officers, you know what I'm saying? Mandatory, like if if you use unnecessary force during a, a, a stop, like mandatory, like I don't care if it was just hitting them over the head with a billy club, like you not even killed them, like you get hit you, you three years, you know what I'm saying? Two years or whatever. Because <clears throat> um, I, I, I honestly feel like I look at Somebody made a post and it's like, you know, people go over in Iraq and if the, the commander in chief says don't go in that room and kill everybody in the room, then that's what they mean. And that's what these soldiers do in a thousand times more hostile environment than police officers are in. You know what I'm saying? Like these people are literally shooting back. You know what I'm saying? And if the commander say like don't it say hold your position, then that's what they mean. You know what I'm saying? So we know it's possible. You know what I'm saying? So just really instilling that. So I want to see that from a governmental level, you know what I'm saying? We protect it in in that sense. I want to know, you know, uh, a couple of ways I feel like we've been controlled is one through ignorance, you know what I'm saying? Like it used to be illegal for black people to learn, like they would cut off limbs and stuff like that. I saw Candace Owens actually said that when it was literally true. I don't agree with what she said, but she made a good point. You know what I'm saying? All right, hold on. Uh, take, take that back because people, I feel like people are closed ear to being being uh closed-minded to learning different things um yeah what would you what would you i'm pretty sure it's not like one thing that you could pinpoint to what caused that setback into our community being interested in learning and taking a step forward in education rather if it like not just saying going to college and being educated in that manner but educating themselves on things and looking for new information. What do you think that setback, like what happened in that area? What do you think that was? Like, how do I feel like education, education separated? Like, how do you think, how do you, how do you think we took such a hit and got a setback in the area of becoming more educated and just sitting around and, you know, just falling off the wagon in the realm of education? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's it started like you know what I'm saying <clears throat> with it with it being illegal, and 
Um, we eventually got to the point to where it was legal for, for black people to learn. You know what I'm saying? But they just hit us in so many different type of ways growing growing up black. You know what I mean? Like, if you hungry, you don't care about education. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't get a good night's sleep, like, you're not worried about education. Um, now, a lot of people on the surface, you would, you would say, like, those are just decisions made by those individual people. You know what I'm saying? Like, their mama didn't, don't go get a job. You know what I'm saying? And that's why they ain't got food, whatever the case. And they really don't understand the underlying issues of all the oppression of the limitations that are put on the black society. Like the, it goes deep, man. You know what I'm saying? And it it really requires that people do their own education, but a lot of systems have been put in place to oppress people, to hold people from, from learning. And I feel like that's one way to control of people. Like, an uneducated man can't you can't compete with an educated man. You know what I'm saying? And insert in an in, in area or arena. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. The um, what you, you was just explaining it just just made me think and think about the time surrounding the '80s and basically what people explain the '80s to be like the the black community got flipped upside down in the '80s mainly because of the crack epidemic. And I yeah. feel like around that time, like yeah. what teenagers and kids in their adolescence have the choice oh i'm i have to learn how to fend for myself or i'm just gonna focus on getting an education and live in this environment or just deal with my parent either being on drugs or having a split household because of drugs and i feel like that's what stunted our growth or was the beginning of starting our growth yeah i think education is a, a, a big point a big step in us becoming free uh from or just being able to compete. Uh, I think it's just, it's a capitalistic state, you know what I'm saying? Figure out a way to make money and pull yourself up from by your bootstraps, you know what I'm saying? That's what they say, you know what I'm saying? So you got to come up with a way to create some sort of income for yourself and, and capitalize off of that. Um, and education is, is, the way to do that you know what i'm saying it's through books it's through systems it's, it's through watching other people who are successful it's through other principles um from successful people that's gonna get you there you know what i'm saying um and if if we don't have that like if we're not interested in that you know what i'm saying um like, I'm not going to blame it all off on systemic racism, I, but I think, like, once you've been conditioned to do something for so long, like, you just accept what it is. You know what I'm saying? They, like, we turn lemons into lemonades, mm-hmm. uh, but it's but it's still lemons. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, they used to give us the scraps. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where chitlins and stuff come, come from, but, like, it's still pig intestines and guts and stuff like that. Like, I got, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still the bad. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think we've been put in position for so long, like we just embrace it, like this is what it is. Like people just aspire to be what they see. Like they aspire to be drug dealers. They aspire to be gangsters. It's like that's what they, that's what they see, and that's the mentality we got to break away from. You know what I'm saying? So like I wanna, I wanna put more black doctors in the hospitals when people get hurt. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I wanna put more black architects around in the areas and people can see and kids can see them building stuff up let the engineers come to the school and talk to the kids you know what i'm saying uh 
um, get pastors that's engaging to these children. You know what I'm saying? Understand how the word is. You know what I mean? Like, if, if on a day-to-day basis, the most appealing thing they see is gangbanging and, and drug dealing, of course, that's what that's what you're going to want to do. That's what you're going to be. A part of it's systemic. A part of it is our own decision. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not saying, like, we don't have our part to play in it all. Only reason I really don't speak to that is because it's just a way for people to deflect from the white privilege, you know what I'm saying, and the the role that they play in it all. You know what I'm saying? So like once we once we address all of that stuff, man, like, yeah, man, I'm talking to the gang banging and the black on black violence that, that we do experience. <laughs> Even though that's no excuse for other people to kill us, you know what I'm saying? But it's I don't I'm not okay with it. You know what I mean? I'm not cool with it. Um but yeah ignorance is, is hurting us big time. So we gotta wanna be educated. Uh, fatherless fatherless homes, you know what I'm saying? It's hurting us. You know what I mean? Like thinking it's okay to be raised without a man. I'm learning that learning that lesson daily. I'm still learning the value of a man in the household to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of those guys that really feel like I was okay. Like I'm a, my, my biological dad wasn't there. My stepdad he really didn't talk to me a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? And just how that how that's affected me, man. You know what I mean? And how I'm not okay from it. And I just think about how all the stuff that I talk to my daughter about, like all the game that I give my daughter, all the all the stuff that I tell my daughter to be aware of, all the stuff that I'm trying to protect her from. How many and like I know times it's been times I've talked to my daughter has talked to me about some of the friends at her school and I've given her advice to go tell her friends. And it's been the best advice that their friends have. Like I'm literally parenting other little girls. You know what I'm saying? Being that's other little girls, but just just how that affected them in like real life situations. You know what I'm saying? And if children don't have that, what it can do to them completely, like their confidence, uh, their initiative. You know what I'm saying? Like when we talk about like I, what you identifying yourself, you know what I'm saying? I think that's a big role in what a man does. You know what I'm saying? You 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 turn to your kids and you say, this is who you are and this is not who you are. You know what I mean? And uh, a, a little girl can see how she's supposed to be loved by a man and a little boy can see how he's supposed to love his family and his role in the community. And not to have that is so harmful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So hurtful. And I it, and for a long time I used to get mad about the welfare and people just talk about welfare. But if people are getting incentivized to keep the man out of the house, I, I ain't with that. You know, what I'm I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if, like if a woman's on welfare, if if she move a man in, then she kicked out. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we 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 keep you going if if you keep him out. Like that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand people need welfare. Like. It's not easy being a black man at all. I think black women that get a job before a black man can. Uh, that's a, a, a bait for another day. But it, it if a man comes, like a man need help too. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, I think men ain't getting these welfare benefits like women are and everything like that, man. And it's just, it's, it's sad. Uh, so, yeah. Nah, you was you you was speaking some stuff, man. Um, nah, um, that's why it's a tricky thing. Like, and on the whole welfare tip, like, you only hear 
the black community bash for getting government assistance when the highest, the highest, I don't know if it's still true, but for a long time, the highest group of people on government assistance was white people. And it's just like, how is it a negative thing? Which makes sense. Yeah, and I'm like, how is it a negative thing when a, when a black person is looking and seeking help? But when you do it, yeah. it's perfectly fine and it's a privilege to you. And I don't believe that you have to jump through as many hoops. Right, right. But no, nah, man, it's just yeah. it's just all systematic things. Like if 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 a young black man isn't taught how to properly be a man in general, it causes setbacks. So it's uphill. Yeah. Like it's many uphill battles in what we have to face in a, as a community. It's just one. Because one thing, like I think about, like even with that, like I was trying to figure out what it meant to be a man. You know what I'm saying? My sophomore, junior, senior year. You know what I mean? So I watched Ray Lewis. You know what I'm saying? And I'm mimicking it. Like, to this day, like, I do a lot of Ray Lewis-ish type of stuff. Like, even for my motivation, for my style, swagger, all of that is very Ray Lewis-ish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just even, like, but I don't know, right? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I don't know. So I so I interpret man, I interpreted manhood with my imagination, you know what I'm saying? And just how dangerous that could be. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally made up in my mind what I think a man should be. Mm-hmm. And I tried to mimic that. And I looked at my friends to the degree, like my friends was raising me for a second. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I thought it was cool to shoot houses up and rob liquor stores and steal people's puppies and and fight you know what I'm saying in the middle of the street like that's what manhood was and just how wrong that that and how wrong it was you know what I'm saying in 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 reality how that just played into like that whole systemic oppression thing we were talking about like like prison is a, a for-profit business and like they want to put people in jail and and my best friend went and did 13 years he just got out about a month ago after 13 years like yeah, i remember you saying right so it but now nah, um i don't know if we had dads man i feel like if we had dads to be in place if he had a dad to punch him in his chest like Sit down. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't think it's that because then I think in that moment it it's a lot of things. I just think we just need to focus on it starts by healing self, man. We gotta we got a lot of things we gotta do. We gotta heal heal inward. We gotta make sure we heal and get it right with the next generation and as well as build. It's a lot of things we just have to do. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man, for sure, for sure. So I think we can cut it there, man. Just kind of recapping on where we're at during this time. We're gonna see what's coming on um, with the with the new second wave of coronavirus. I think we got we can get back to the the normal swing of things, but I think it's important to stay relevant and talk about what's going on. And yeah, it was just you know what I mean. It, this is just a recap of what's going on in our day-to-day and in our minds. Right. Well, right on. So this has been another 
an episode of the Morden Podcast with your boy Nelly Nick. And your boy and DJ, aka Chef Boy Basquiat. Chef <laughs> Boy Basquiat. <laughs> but all right, man. But, all right, man. Till next time.